All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Monday, March the 14th, 2022, and we have quite a bit of news to cover. Now, I really want to say thank you, uh, particularly to those that showed tremendous support, uh, even constructive con uh, criticism for yesterday's public episode. I know a lot of you are saying, you know, Dave, be careful and whatnot. I, I understand. I, I appreciate that. I know that um, the, the show has really gone from um, arguably more of a, a, an entertaining, mind-opening show to actually delving into the alleged real nitty-gritty aspects of things. So I really do appreciate that. Let me just say that there's a lot currently in the works that I'm doing to uh, protect myself, uh, whether that's uh, in a multitude of different levels and, and scales and reasons. But anyways, we'll, we'll talk about that on, on the Patreon for those that are that are interested on uh, tonight's Zoom call, but let's jump into it. So first and foremost, a multiple uh, multiple long-range ballistic missiles fired at the U.S. consulate in Erbil, Iraq. A U.S. official said that the missile was launched. Uh, excuse me, the missile the missiles were launched from neighboring Iran shortly after there was an update provided to the public saying that no damage or casualties at the U.S. facilities uh, seem to occur according to the United States State Department. So again, make of that as you will. Uh, unless I'm on the ground, folks, this is one of those things that I, I can't say. This could be a total mistake. It could be an intelligence operation posed as a mistake. It, it It's all, uh, again, I hate to say it, but it's it, a lot of it is a chess game. And again, people like you and me are left to speculate. It's true. Uh, the next thing is that Biden said, and I quote, make no mistake, the current spike in gas prices is largely the fault of Vladimir Putin. It has nothing to do with the American rescue plan, end quote. I'm, I'm going to leave that there. And I really do mean that. Um, I'm not trying to get uh, emotional or anything like that. Personally, if you folks want to know my opinion... I think he's blatantly lying, and I say that because all you have to do is uh, check out the statistics of the, uh, go to eia.gov, and you could see the oil imports and what have you. Russia doesn't seem to make up that much of it. So, again, I understand at the same time you could argue to play devil's advocate, Dave, you can, you know, muddy the, the, the stats, there's, you know, haven't you read the book, How to Lie with Statistics? Yes, I get it, I get it. So, to be fair, there is that angle of it, too, that we have to consider. The next thing is that mainland China has reported nearly 3,400 new COVID cases, the highest level since February 2020, and local transmission in provinces across the country. Again, I'm honestly, make of that as you will. Uh, whether or not you want to believe those numbers in that reporting, again, make of that as you will. Now, one of the things I wanted to bring up was notice how, by the way, this shows the influence of the mainstream media globally still, the global octopus, metaphorically, if you will, because notice how... As I'm reading through these different news points, as I read mainland China reports new COVID cases, notice how myself, yourself, as you're listening to this or watching this, probably thinking that is the least most important point that Dave's going to speak about today. I thought that myself. And what I'm trying to say here is notice this, folks. Notice how the emotional shift from COVID and the beep boop and all that, the controversy sur surrounding it to what's happening now has actually, again, we have to, we can't deny it's worked. In, in a lot of regards, some more than others, it's worked on these tactics. But do you see what I mean? Notice how reporting COVID cases has gone from so important to nothing. I'm guilty of falling for it too. So <clears throat> the next thing is that two more tankers laden, uh, laden with oil cargo have departed Russia for the United States, according to tanker uh, trackers. Quote, these vessels have departed after Biden announced that the United States of America will no longer be importing oil and gas from the Russian Federation. End quote. Make of that as you will. This is according to twitter.com slash tanker uh, trackers. So make, you know, again, it just, if true, it would reinvigorate and reinforce the 
the point in which we we say here on the show so often, regardless of what episode or series you're watching, which is that it's a chess game and we're the pawns or even we're we're not even the pawns. We're the dust on the chessboard that has to sort of just, you know, fiddle and, and adapt as the pawns are moved. That's my opinion. But the next thing is that Russian naval forces have established a blockade on Ukraine's Black Sea coast, says the British Ministry of Defense. It could be true. It could not be. I'm just going to leave that there. Uh, Next thing is that Moscow has lifted all mask mandates and social distancing rules starting tomorrow. I believe as of the day I'm recording this, I believe that's tomorrow on Tuesday. So again, make of that as you will. I don't really have one opinion or the other. I think it's about time, but it also shows to me at least and speaks to a larger narrative of how you see all of a sudden it doesn't matter anymore. So again, And maybe that's maybe that's unfair for me to jump to that conclusion as well, to be fair. But the next thing is that China demands, quote, full account of U.S. biomilitary activities and quote in Ukraine. China, uh, Chinese foreign ministry claims that the U.S.'s responses are, quote, self-contradictory and confusing, end quote. This is according to Twitter.com slash MFA underscore China slash status. Again, just so I can quote this so YouTube doesn't nick me. Make of that as you will. Notice how a week and a half, two weeks ago, this whole channel would have been wiped down, uh, taken down, if I had brought this up about those labs and those alleged facilities. But now all of a sudden, it's no problem. So (laughs) the next thing is that Ukraine Zelensky plans to address the full Congress of the United States on Wednesday. I'm not sure if he's going to be flying there or if it's digital, but at this point, I'm going to be honest. I, I think there's far more larger things to look at here. I'm of the opinion Actually, I'm going to leave that there because I don't want my opinion to sway your folks' perspectives too much. The next thing is that the European Union Parliament Committee has voted against a ban on proof-of-work mechanism underlying popular uh, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. Um... Make of that as you will. There are a lot of you that watch and listen to the show, which I'm very grateful for, that are far more into crypto than myself. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know uh, what this could mean and the implications for it. For anyone that wants to comment on YouTube, again, this is one of the nice things about our community. You want to chime in and explain something that I don't fully grasp? By all means, I would appreciate that. Um, The next thing is that a large-scale cyber attack has just hit Israel. Government websites are down, including the National Cybersecurity Authority, which is responsible for protecting civilian cyberspace. Um, again, this is one of those things, folks, Uh, this is when it gets tough, and I'll explain why. So, I have to be very careful with my words here, not just because of YouTube, but also because I want to be very clear, I'm not speaking of the Israeli people, I'm speaking pertaining to that of the overarching factions and structures within that of the, the alleged, as, um, you know, um, Israeli government, uh, the, the alleged Zionist movement, the Mossad, you name it. Again, keep in mind, factions fund factions. We can't put everyone into one big bucket, good nor bad, in my opinion. What I'm seeing here, folks, but in my opinion, has to do with the extraterrestrial situation, and this is creating a lot of havoc amongst uh, human leaders, if you will. To what extent this is caused internally and on the back end of things, I don't know. Some say that what we're seeing in Ukraine and on the surface with respects to oil prices, attempted resets, you name it, is the result of underground affairs, literally. I I don't know, guys, but I I think there is a a very strong angle to be played here with respects to the extraterrestrial uh, narrative that speaks to the justification of some of these actions on a human level. So that's just 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 my take. The next thing is that China will face consequences if it helps Russia evade sanctions in its invasion of Ukraine, the U.S. says. Unnamed U.S. officials told multiple news outlets that China had signaled willingness to provide military assistance to Russia. The Chinese foreign ministry accused the U.S. of spreading disinformation and Russia denied asking 
requesting Beijing for military help. The exchanges came before the uh, top U.S. and Chinese officials met in Rome, Italy. This is, okay, this is something else, too, I wanted to bring up, by the way. This could have been a total lie, this is my opinion, gotta say for YouTube, but this could have been a total lie from the U.S. government to justify pushing more of a, again, um, actionable... Movement that is still based on nothingness. This seemed this could have been an attempt of some sort relative to that of the Gulf of Tonkin. Maybe that's you might say, Dave, that's a bit of a stretch to compare it to, and all of that. Look, I'm I'm going to be honest with you, folks. I it's it's tough because at this point, this is like just a bunch of little kids on the playground just pointing fingers at each other. Unless you were there to see it, you won't really know. So. I'm going to have to leave it at that. The next thing is that six weeks after leaving the gridiron, American football star Tom Brady is coming back, and at least one fan might be feeling a little deflated. Apparently there was, uh, on Sunday night, the 44-year-old quarterback unretired via Instagram saying he had unfinished business. That is bad news forever for whoever just dropped half a million dollars at an auction on the ball that Mr. Brady used for his final touchdown pass. The unlucky fan beat out 23 bids to claim the just over half a million dollar dollars worth of pigskin. I guess that's the ball. Um, okay, I... Okay, the reason I'm bringing this up is f for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, I'm just gonna say right off the bat, this was in the BBC's top 10, um most read articles unless the bbc put it there and just said it's the most read i, I which i don't think so but the, again for the sake of pushing certain narratives it wouldn't make sense but why brady i'm not sure so i don't think so i think it actually is one of the most read articles on bbc this is exactly what's wrong with this world and this is no disrespect i understand people you know if you're into sports you're excited and brady's coming back or you're not happy that's one thing but to speculate on one individual human being and giving that individual attention instead of focusing on yourself and trying to improve yourself that's what i'm trying to get at now don't get me wrong i love to watch movies you know sports you name it i'm just like everybody else but for the sake of saying oh you're going about your day at work and you're reading a story like this i think i'll do respect folks we got better stuff to focus on this is just my view i'm just trying to make a point now the second reason i wanted to bring this up is because um okay the fan i mean okay but putting that aside Someone I saw on Twitter as I was preparing my notes for today's news before recording this, someone said, you know that the economy's bad when Tom Brady's got to go back to work. I laughed, but, you know, there's some truth to that in my humble opinion, folks. I mean, it's, it's, you got to laugh. If not, you're going you're gonna to cry in some cases, particularly, like I've been saying in, in personal experiences, what used to be a month and a half ago, $20, $25, maybe on a bad week or month, $30 for a couple, two, three steaks. It's now $70, $80. Now, granted, the prices are dropping where I am seemingly. It could be because of the, you know, a lot of these truckers did go back to work and whatnot. And to be fair, I also said I stood by paying a little bit more while the truckers were protesting to support what they wanted to voice their opinion on. But again, see, it's all, see how it's all interconnected to keep us within this system. And then all of a sudden, so look, Tom Brady's coming back. Don't worry about all the other stuff, right? So the next thing is that Russia... <clears throat> Russia has implemented a new law making it harder for foreign aircraft leasing companies to repossess their planes in the face of Western sanctions. The new law will allow foreign jets to be registered in Russia, quote, to ensure the uninterrupted functioning of activities in the field of civil aviation, end quote. Russian airlines have 515 jets leased from abroad worth about 10 billion uh, U.S. dollars, which is about 7.7 .7 billion pounds. For, or euros, excuse me. Foreign owners have until March 28th to get them back from Russian companies before the sanctions kick in. Again, folks, it's a chess game. 
Putin's just playing the chess game. The U.S. made a move, he made a move. Whether it's on government, the people, private industry, it's a chess game. It's not for me to say, again, if this is good or bad. The people being affected are obviously, I think, the rich ones that have these private jets or whatever. But, I mean, I... Or, or even for these these companies as well. To be fair, I'm not saying these are all private jets, but you you can bet there's some even non-Russian, um, if you want to call them oligarchs, if you will, that that are happy to have their stuff parked there. I'm sure. So again, make of that as you will. The next thing is that Iran blames the U.S. for the JCPOA delays as a top diplomat heads to Russia. The Iranian foreign minister says Washington is trying to blame Russia for the delay in nuclear talks progress. This just seems like a kid in a school. Assuming that is accurate. Just to follow that train of thought for a moment, this seems to, again, um, parallel with, like I said, the kid on the playground. Look, look, look. This just the U.S. is the most believed kid by the masses, it seems, in this case. Now, that seems to be changing. And when I say the U.S., not the American people, we're talking about, you know, the Biden administration, the alleged military-industrial complex, the, the military-media complex, a whole slew of different factions. I'm not trying to put everybody in one bucket, so we can't do that, right? Um the next thing is that Greek and Turkish leaders set to meet in Istanbul. The two leaders are expected to discuss bilateral and international relations, as well as the effects of the Russia-Ukraine war. Okay, um, we will follow up on that and see what would come of that. But again, it's speculation. Unless we're in the room, how the heck are we going to know? Um, the next thing is that Turkey and Armenia are going... Uh, hold constructive talks on mending ties. The foreign ministers of the two countries met, uh, meet in the first sit-down between the two top diplomats since 2009. Look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I wonder how much of these some of these meetings have to do with what is to come pertaining to the extraterrestrial agenda. And I say that maybe it's a confirm it's a bias on my end honestly, but I wonder how many countries are trying to uh, form last-minute uh, alliances uh, over the next one, two, three, four, five years allegedly relative to what's going to be allegedly disclosed, if you will. So I wonder if some countries are mending ties for the sake of a much larger plan, which would make sense because from a human angle, think of the psychology of a human being, whether smart or not. Some humans look 20, 30, 40, 50 years into the future. Others just live in the moment. Why would it be any different with world leaders? It seems to be right. I mean, again, maybe I'm wrong, but the next thing is that India's inflation surges to an eight-month high on soaring food prices. Uh, things are likely to get worse for India amid commodity supply disruptions caused by Russia's war in Ukraine. However, Modi and all, most of India... Actually, no, that's not fair for me to say most of India, no. Uh, Modi and his government s seem to be siding with Putin. I mean, if you take a look at, uh, well, as some of the most... Um, tre uh, the most prominent trending terms in India on Twitter. It's hashtag I stand with Putin, all this kind of stuff. A lot of people are saying that India is not going to risk its relationship with Russia over this this war in Ukraine. And again, we can also, we can debate that Putin strategically planned for this and knew this was going to happen, which we, which we could say speaks to a larger picture of allegedly, again, a handful of nations are trying to move against the U.S. dollar. So lots of moving parts occurring right now. I don't think anyone knows where this is going to land metaphorically, but maybe I'm wrong. The next thing is that Peru's catastrophic oil spill slams small-scale fishermen. The large spill is having a devastating effect on poverty line fishermen who depend on small daily catches to make a living. Again, the only people that suffer are the working people. Yourself, myself, the people that are trying to just, you know, get to the bottom of things overall and just trying to feed their families. That's, I have no other way to put this. The next thing is that... Regarding the Colombia elections, uh, Petro has taken a, a lead. 
with Congress divided. The election results show a polarized country with no coalition able to form a majority in the Congress of Colombia. Uh, speaking of which, with respects to this, Chile has just sworn in a new president, Gabriel Boric, in a historic shift. Boric... I think that's how you say his name. Yes, elected on an ambitious social democratic agenda will oversee a referendum on Chile's new constitution. These are great things to see. However, I can't help but think maybe this is an old way of thinking and maybe I got to break out of this, but also I don't I don't think so honestly. The the West's infiltration and intelligence incursion apparatuses and objectives via that of Latin America. It, it's always there. So we can't we can't rule that out the intelligence angles here so again um that's about it for today let's see how long did we take probably about yeah okay six, 16 minutes not too long for today again folks i'm trying to find stories and trying to report things that are not russia ukraine related i really really am but it's like uh, there's a few things here or there as, as we've as as you folks hopefully see i try to do but other than that all the other news is covered in our public episodes you know covering articles in the in the members all that kind of stuff let's get banned you name it so without further ado folks thank you so very much for watching and we'll catch all of you very very soon cheers